From JMI Wealth, Andrew Kelleher, good morning. Yeah, good morning, Mike. Auckland Airport, some of that, you know, that Ford guidance thing, this, is, this seems a slower burn going forward than I would like to see, given the role of tourism in our life. Yeah, yeah, I, look, I'll talk about it in a minute. The, the guidance is that, the, look, you've got, I think it was it was reported as being a sort of a game of two halves was the Auckland Airport result, and, and, and I think the market response is also looking at this as being a sort of a, a two, there's a two-part story here, but they're actually two different parts when you look at the two different observations. And, you know, Auckland Airport saw its business, you know, virtually disappear overnight back in March 2020. That's over two years ago. And, you know, it, they basically had to accept this incredible amount of uncertainty. The thing is, two, oh, more than two years on, this uncertainty is still at pretty high levels. So if I'm looking at the annual results, and I talk about the two halves, we had the first half of the year, and then the second half of the year, they saw a strong bounce in passenger numbers, particularly in the, in the last quarter when we all started travelling domestically and but and that you know the fact that they saw that lift in passenger numbers plus they had pretty good control of operational expenditure saw a better than expected outcome for the financial year they were comfortably ahead of their guidance so uh, their earnings 144 and a half million net profit uh, reported profit uh, was down 59 percent but it was at 191.6 million but they actually reported uh, that they, they had a net underlying loss of 11.6 million. Now they'd given guidance to a bigger loss. Now those keen listeners out there might well notice that there's a big difference between the reported profit at 191 million and the underlying, um, the underlying loss of around, well, what was it, of around 11 million. And that's because there's 200 million of property revaluation profit in there. So the net number adjusts for that. So that's the good bit, the fact that the financial year profit was a little bit better than expected. But you've hit the nail on the head here. The markets responded to the forward guidance, to the outlook, and it's weaker than may have been expected by some analysts. So they're guiding to a net profit after tax of sort of 50 to 100 million. Um, and they've given some evidence of passenger numbers, but they are lower than expected. Mm. I'd make a couple of comments, Mike. Firstly, there was a fairly wide range of expectations on this expected profit, and some analysts were in that expected range, but not all. The second thing is they've got some pretty, still pretty high levels of capital expenditure there. That's a bit higher than expected. But the real issue is, who knows what the next 12 months will bring? So those levels of uncertainty that they've lived with since March 2020 haven't gone away. And I don't know, Mike, if you've looked at trying to book travel over the summer period, over the upcoming holiday period, but it's incredibly expensive. Exactly. Uh, yeah, so I think airport management have gone a bit conservative on those estimates, and that's probably a prudent approach. All right, Kiwi Bank, better news? Yeah, look, I, there's a number of, we had a number of uh, reports yesterday. Precinct Properties was in there as well, and Scalar Up uh, had a pretty good result too, uh, probably the best on the day. But I wanted to highlight Kiwi Bank because I think that Steve Yurkovic and the team at Kiwi Bank have delivered a, a very solid result and well done. And they've been very <laughs> keen to remind us also of a very pertinent fact here that they're our only big New Zealand owned bank, so the profits remain here in New Zealand. And we know that billions of dollars of profits made by the big four don't because they're all owned by Australia. So Australian, they've got Australian parents. Now, they delivered a record net profit, growth above market trend. They did make some interesting comments, I thought, around uh, strong lending growth in the second half um, of their fi or slowing lending growth, sorry, in the second half of their financial year. So they had home lending growth of 1.8 billion, and that was the very strong first half of the year, but then second half, hello to the very messy introduction of the triple CFA, LVR restrictions, interest rates up, unsurprisingly, uh, a cooling housing market. So the second half was harder for them. Now, yesterday, Mike, we talked about Fletcher 
Picture Building suggested that buyers have started to come back right at the end of that. So 23 financial year is going to be an interesting test for the banks. Uh, Kiwi Bank suggesting buyers are a little bit more circumspect across all different types of buyers. Uh, as I said, they're making good progress in business lending as well. Its book is growing faster in the market. Uh, they're doing well in the sustainability goal. So it's just a good result. Yeah, and, it is uh, a good result and so good. We've got them on after 7 o'clock because there's comments there you about go. The, the triple CFA are a problem, of course. What are the numbers? Yeah. Uh, the Dow Jones, 33,925. It's down 55. Uh, the S&P 500, though, just slightly up. So a little bit mixed there. It's 4277. And the NASDAQ, 12,976, up 38 points as we speak. Uh, the FTSE 100, 7541, up 26.35%. Uh, the Nikkei, 28942. They lost about a percent yesterday. Shanghai Composite lost 15 points, 3277. Uh, small loss on the ASX 200 yesterday, down 0.2%, 7113. Uh, the NZX 50, 11,814, down 39.33%. Uh, on the currencies, Kiwi Dollar, 0.6253 against the US, uh, 0.9043 Aussie, 0.6202 Euro, uh, 0.5242 pounds, 84.97 Japanese yen. Gold, $1,758, and Brent crude, um, sorry to tell you, it's gone back up, $97.32. You're a champion. Have a good weekend. Catch up next week. Andrew Kelleher, jmiwealth.co.nz.